Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Impacted, coming to you via the Total Non-Stop Impact Network. I am your host, Bison, and today I'm joined by the Joker. How you doing, brother? Hello. Hello, children. And hello, Lord Bison. Thank you for joining us live. 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 For the first <laughs> time ever. This is history in the making, my brother. History in the making, impacted for the first time ever, TNR UK going live. So I'm hoping that we're going to get loads and loads of the TNA, uh, TNI tribe uh, joining us tonight in the chat. Um, I don't know if there's anybody with us yet, but if there is, let us know. Hey, Jay Rooms, Flashes Podcast. Hey, Zach. Oh, hey. yeah. Great. Zach Bonifer there. Fantastic, mate. Nice to see you. Did we just see the J-Bone pop up? Yeah, from Smash Yeah, that was fantastic. So it's great to see you guys. Um, this is very, very exciting for us. Um, you know, since we started uh, getting involved in in the Total Nonstop Impact Network, now just over a year ago, I believe, Joe, wasn't it? Just over a year ago. This this time, yeah, this time last year, we were recording episode ten, which was the Rascals. And I just got my TNI hat. Well, the impacted hat from you. <laughs> That's right. I sent you a gift. You're right. I did. It, it was going really well, wasn't it? At that yeah. point, we were having fun. We were doing the uh, uh, the, the the character profiles. Um, I think we started with Rosemary, didn't we? And then we, oh, yes. like you said, um, we ended up talking about the Rascals around about this time. Um, funny enough, you know, uh, that was obviously just before those guys. Uh, have recently moved on to uh, to bigger things, um, so they're going well. Um, well, Lakers is in the house. So it's How great you doing? To see you, buddy. Um, being as loud as, as as ever, so we like to see that. Um, yeah, good to see you as well. Critical skiing. Oh, it's amazing to see you here. Um, Fantastic. We've got some serious contenders in oh, here today, you've, haven't we? You've, got, you've not joined us on, on Twitch with him, um, Bison. You're missing some absolute brilliant character there. Great, great to see you oh, soon. Really? Yeah. Well, it's fantastic. It's fantastic to see everybody joining us today. Um, like I said, this is the very, very first time. Um, I'm so, so stoked um, that, that Trent and Jay and, and uh, the scumbag uh, and, and Bill as well um, have been so gracious in allowing us to do this, this live episode today. Um, it's very exciting for us. Uh, so we're, we're raring to go, really. Um, I think we're looking forward to to getting into our review um, of this past weekend's um, sacrifice on Impact Plus. I'll tune uh, in. I'll check it out. <laughs> we, we do love a good Tony Khan, don't we? We do love a bit of Tony. Um, so, yeah, so it's fantastic to see that. Um, now, first thing I wanted to do um, was just sort of kind of get a little bit stuck into some of the news, Joe. Um, and I thought what I'd do is I'd pass this over to you. So what are some of the big news and rumor points going around at the moment? Scott DeMore mode with my magic phone with everything on. Uh, right. Uh, firstly, uh, Kylie Ray has, has announced that she is going to be coming back to Warrior Wrestling to defend one of her titles. Yep. Um, I think it's on the, 20, the 23rd of March. Um, but yeah, it is. The thing is, next weekend, isn't it? It's uh, it, it's pretty soon, and from, I do know she is still under contract with Impact Wrestling. So 
whether or not this means she's coming to impact or not is a long way off for me. But what are your thoughts? Well, it's interesting uh, because I, I, I'm sort of in two minds about it at the moment. I, I'm pleased um, that clearly her sort of mental health issues are, are you know, calming down a little bit. She's, she's feeling confident enough to come back. Um, <clears throat> excuse me a second. Um, uh, so, but at the same time, from what I can gather, she is still contracted to Impact Wrestling. Um, whether she's going to turn up at Impact, uh, you know, remains to be seen. Um, she does still, if you think about it, she still has an outstanding title match. Yes. Um, so, you know, who knows? Uh, could she turn up? Could she turn up and start, um, you know, making some some headway towards maybe, uh, you know, saying, look, I, you know, I'm still waiting for my, you know, I'm still waiting for my match, yeah. um, you know, and, and go after Diana. You never know. Um, oh, like Diana um, wrote her off. Yeah, no, exactly. You know, I mean, you know, they, they, if Kylie Ray comes back, that's what they can build on from there. You know, Diana Perazzo said to her that she just turned her tail and ran. You know, so they've they've already got a door open there. If Kylie Ray is hopefully, I really do hope she does come back to Impact Wrestling because if you guys have followed me online and you know quite just how much it really did hit me when knowing that Kylie Ray had gone. So um, I'm really pleased pleased with that, but. Um, is there anything I think else? it's great from her. I think it's great to see that clearly she feels confident enough now within her own sort of headspace to to be able to come back and and you know wrestle again. Exactly. Um, you know, as far as I'm aware, I mean she's obviously the current Warrior Wrestling Women's Champion. Um, you know, is she just coming back? Because I, I do remember that she did state um, that she would be looking to come back and fulfil some of her obligations. Yeah. Um, is this one of them? Um, and is it a case of she's just going to come back and, and possibly drop the belt and, you know, that's it? You know, that she's just doing doing what she needs to do, what she feels is the right thing. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, or, you know, is, is this going to lead to more? Who knows? Who knows? What else have we got, Joe? Um, we've also got, um, there's been um, quite a lot of tension brewing between EC3 and Matt Cardona since Matt, Matt has um, come to Impact Wrestling. Every you could you follow them both on Twitter, especially Matt Cardona has a couple of positive things about impact wrestling, and EC3 is always there, always there, um, popping a little bit of a comment or two. And we know how he likes to control people's narratives, so this is yeah, quite an interesting point. it's interesting, isn't it? Because, because this is very similar to the way that it started to brew with Moose, if you remember. Um, there was, there was, you know, just all these different sort of kind of like little uh, social media things that were being said. If you, you know, um, trying to sort of like G Moose up. I mean, at one point he was like, "Oh no, I'm not interested in in, in fighting yeah. Moose and that kind of stuff." Um, but it was just small little things. It gradually started to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I just, what I'm seeing at the moment is very much kind of like these little niggly things that are starting to come through now. Does this mean that possibly Matt is is looking to do something in Ring of Honor, or does this mean we might be seeing EC3 appear again at Impact Wrestling? You know, I don't know, but I'm definitely excited and looking forward to find out a little bit more. What, what about yourself? Um, I, I think it, um, realistically, because Matt Cardona hasn't said he's if I'm committed to Impact Wrestling fully, but he's here for like for the for the short for the short term. I think it might be more of a lead for Matt Cardona to go to Ring of Honor. 
but I really do hope he, he sticks with Impact Wrestling just to piss Brian Myers off. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and any any reason to get EC3 or even to use this as a to bridge Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling again a bit more. Yeah. You know, well, it, there's it, a forbidden door that needs opening, right? Yeah, it'd be a great way to, to to bridge the gap there. You know, Matt Cardone has been fantastic since he's gone to Impact Wrestling. So um everything he's contributed, you know, he's big he's helped build up Brian Myers a lot more with Eddie Edwards. He he's sold himself as he's completely he's wiped the slate clean of Zack Ryder. He's now with Matt Cardona. This is the guy who he is now. And EC3 is he's seeing Matt doing that and he's just like, Yeah, you're you're doing it, but you're not doing it how I would do it. So you're not controlling your narrative how I would do it. You know, it's like if um Eric, it's like um, if Eric Young was to be um, pulling the strings at somebody else, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting, it's just an interesting situation. It's opened up a lot of avenues that, um, and, you know, even my, my head's jumping all over the place trying to think of, of different things now. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> there's so much things. That, there's so many different ways that this can go. Um, it, it's going to be very interesting. <clears throat> I don't know what I've got in my throat today. It's, it just keeps keeps getting a bit bit dry so i'm glad I've, i'm glad i've managed to uh pop myself a little box of water there i have the runs definitely getting a bit croaky there definitely yeah so i think the ec3 thing is definitely interesting where that's going to go um yeah I i'm looking forward to that what else have we got going on then have we got anything else um, there's been a big build between Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel, despite them not appearing at Sacrifice. They've managed to, to build this on brilliant. And this is something you brought up to brought up with me before the show had started. So I thought we'd drop it in here. Um, you, I know you've been really impressed with how, um, you know, since, since Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel have locked horns together, I've loved how they've really brought back that brutal, nasty character that Sammy Callahan had. You know, I, I thought after the match with Eddie Edwards, it was gonna it was gonna be like Sammy's in the abyss again for a while, and they're not sure what to where to go. But since Trey Trey coming back, lacking the passion, which he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> hey Alicia, how are you? Hey Alicia. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's like it's well, been the been the perfect storm to rebuild Sammy Callahan and rebuild Trey Miguel. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I think we we talked about this on previous episodes where I think. Sammy is probably the perfect person um, to really sort of kind of bring Trey back into the fray. Um, I love the fact they're using this whole, you know, Trey's got no passion thing. Um, yeah, really, really sticking at Triple H. Yeah, I mean, I think it really work, works well, doesn't it? Is it Triple H or is it... Yeah, it was Triple H. You said it in an interview. Are you sure? With his three sure? Foot... Are you sure no, it was just, well, it's someone with a three-foot nose. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. If you guys remember that lesson day promo, you know where that's been. Those <laughs> <laughs> so injuries, yeah, we definitely know where that, that that nose has been for a long time. Um, so you know, it's interesting to see where where all these things are going to pan out. I, I, I think um, this is a very very interesting storyline. It's it's brewing up to be something quite special. Um, this past week on Impact, we know that they had a they had a match. Um, I think it was about 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah, it was about twenty five minutes. Really? Was that long? Yeah, on airtime about twenty minutes. So, um, match time in general about twenty-five minutes, half an hour almost. It was almost yeah, they, long, they almost long event sacrifice. Match they time. 
love it. Um, yeah, we love a bit of Toy Dreamer. Um, so yeah, no. So I think I think it's um, it's definitely without any show of a doubt. Uh, turning out to be a really good way of bringing Trey back into the brand. And of course, Sammy being Sammy, um, he is just a total badass and he loves bringing people through and bringing the passion, bringing the passion out of them, doesn't he? He loves it. So I think that um, we're going to see this continue for quite some time. Um, and, and I think there's going to be a hell of a match to come uh, at Rebellion, personally. What is going to be, I don't know. There's going to be some stipulations in there. Is it going to be like an I quit match maybe? Or, you know, some sort of kind of stipulation match? I don't know. But I, I'm excited to see where this one goes. And uh, it's certainly leading a long, long way. Definitely. Have we got anything else, Joe? Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace has recently re um, revealed her long-term plans after Impact Wrestling. We know her contract is due to expire around about June. Um but her long-term plan is she's always wanted to go to WWE, um, but she's not set, not said that this is where she, what's going to happen now and what's going to happen then. And I just got to go sort this dog out. So hang on a second. I'll let you, I'll let you carry on. <laughs> no worries. Um, yeah. So the Jordan Grace contract, um, you know, I'm not sure when it's up. I've not, I've not seen anything on that one, but what I do know is that, she would be quite a big loss, I think, from from you know from Impact Wrestling point of view. Uh, she is a, uh, I think, over the last certainly over the last three or four months or so, she's really started to come into her own. I think her personality is growing. Uh, her her in ring, her selling as well is really really good. Um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to actually talking about her in a second uh, with her match at Sacrifice because I think she really made that match. So I'm looking forward to talking to talking about that. I would be sorry to see her go. Let's put it that way. I'd be very, very sorry to see her go. But if she does, best of luck to her. Just exactly the same as what we said with Tyre Valkyrie. You know, we loved Tyre in the time that she was there. But good luck to her. Good luck to her. Yeah, I, I hope Jordan Grace is sticking around a lot longer. You know, I said it to you to you and Trent before we come on that, you know, Impact Wrestling does need some long, long, long-term signing like I said we have with Rosemary. And Jordan Grace and Diana Parazzo. It could be the next awesome Kong or Gail Kim, the Taryn Terrell Gail Kim. You know, they're both so fantastic that um, that they're two wrestlers that I really hope we do see hold on impact hold on to alongside Rosemary herself. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I think that Iron Woman match or the Iron Man match that uh, Diana and Jordan had a couple of months back was was incredible. Um, exactly, and you know, I mean, they, it was just one of the best matches of the year for me. Um, and uh, well, when was I'm trying to remember when it was? That was now. back in December. It was so for me. That was probably one of the best matches of 2020. Yeah, only outdone by Chris Bay and Rich Swan. Well, there you go. Yeah, again, another fantastic match. I remember that the, we had some fantastic matches towards the end of the year. Um, literally, you know, as they'd already announced, sort of kind of like their awards for the year, and we were like, oh my god. Yeah, I, was... I wish, you know, I wish we'd have waited a bit longer. Yeah, I was screaming at Scott Demore. Let me please let me please let me vote for Rich Swan and Chris Bay. But no, 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 no. Scott had his had his way. Threw his paperwork in the air. <laughs> shut, <laughs> shut, shut, that shut, paperwork shut. out of his back pocket. Yep, shut um, the door in my face. So <laughs> definitely, he definitely he got his got his headphones and everything. Got around his neck. He wasn't having none of it. And he slammed the door right in your face, mate. Slammed that door right in your face. Um, anyway. 
So I think that's that's pretty much all we've got to talk about when it comes to sort of kind of like news and rumours at the moment. Um, I mean, this this I think we need to get stuck into the review. What do you think, Joe? Yeah, let's get on with it. Let's Good. get on with it. Okay, so we started off match one uh, was a tag match, uh, and that was it was Decay versus Reno Scum. Now, when we had the preview, uh, there was it was Joe, myself, and simply Steve guys. Uh, unfortunately. Steve couldn't join us this week. Uh, actually, I want to wish Steve all the best because he's actually in hospital at the moment. Um, don't know the full details, but he's in hospital at the moment. So wish Steve all the best from us. Yeah, um, all the best, Steve. And we look forward to having you back on the show next week, buddy. Yeah, it's it's um, it's, it's 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 a it's a very empty without you, mate. I yeah, definitely. It, it, we it, like it, having it, three people. We want to have three person team again, don't we, mate? Yeah, it, it's weird. It is quite weird. We've, we've had Steve now for, what, four or five episodes, I think. So not having him here is a bit odd. Um, but okay, so all three of us went for a Decay win here. Um, and what's interesting is, obviously, Decay did end up winning um, after Rosemary sprays the sprays the mist into Luster's eyes. Uh, we get the Taurus driver on Adam Thornstow to get the one, two, three. I, th I thought it was a great match. I think both teams really shone, uh, in my opinion. Uh, but Taurus, for me, now that man stands out um, as a performer for Decay big time. I think his athletic um, ability, his prowess, his, his whole demeanour um, and character are just perfectly suited for the Decay faction. And his, athletic his athleticism in the ring um, really shines through, doesn't it, Joe? Really shines through. It's absolutely incredible. He's just get, he's getting better and better every week. And Reno Scum put on a, a fantastic match as well. They weren't, they weren't made to look weak. You know, Lust of a Legend but pulled off some really, really impressive moves. And Adam Fonso, his, his combination moves are, are amazing as they were. But just some of the stuff he managed to chain together... And have crazy, crazy Steve countering everything too. They put off some great work together, those two on their own. So this is, is if this builds into a bit more of a bigger rivalry between Decay and Reno Scum, then I, I'm all, I'm all for it. You know, these teams are two that, are, um, especially Reno Scum, they're they're always so low down on the ladder. And Steve mentioned this as well. They're so low down on the ladder in the tag team division. They don't seem to be getting the, the credit they're due. And this match just proved just how good Reno Scum actually are, even though even though they lost the match. Yeah, I, I think they. I think, to, in fairness to the to, to those guys, I think I think in the moment um, with Adam Adam being a key worker, I think it's holding them back a little bit as a team at the moment. I think once we start coming out of the uh, pandemic and and uh, you know we, we start to start to see um, you know more we, you know, people coming to watch the shows in the arenas, etc. Yeah. And, and, it all sort of dies down a little bit. I'm sure Reno Scum are going to get Hey, pushed. Steve's here. How you doing, Steve? Hello, buddy. We miss you, man. Hope you're good. Hope yeah. you're well. We just gave you a shout-out, fella. We just gave you a shout-out. I hope you're feeling well. Oh, that's good to see. It is good to see. It's good to see the man. It's good to see Simply Steve here. Um, he's a great guy. Um, and we definitely wish him well. Um, where, where are you, man? Let us know where you are. Are you still? Are you still in your hospital bed, or have you have you got home yet? Where are you? Mm. Let us know. So um, now, what we were saying with Reno Scum is, I, I think that you know, because of the current situation, that is what's holding them back a little bit. 
Um, you know, it's a shame, but you know, you can't potentially give someone a push if all of a sudden the next set of tapings, you know, one half of that team isn't able to make it. Yeah. Um, we found that obviously with Alex Shelley as well. He's a key worker. So it was very difficult for him to continue at Impact Resident at the time. I'm sure he's going to come back, which would be great. However, I am enjoying beer guns at the moment. Yeah. So that's all really, really good. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a great show. Um, you know, it was, it was a great match. Uh, I think everyone got in some good stuff. We got the standard uh, standing moonsaw from, from Adam Thornstow, which is amazing. Um, Luster is just an absolute powerhouse. Uh, but I think him uh, against Taurus was was just, um, yeah, that was a matchup, wasn't it? I mean, it was really good. And of course, this past week on BTI, um, we got to see Black Taurus versus Luster Legend uh, going, going at it one-on-one, didn't we? That was an incredible match too. Uh, if you guys haven't been checking out like, BTI, I really do recommend you do you do watch it if you can before Impact Wrestling starts itself. But the matches on there that they're linking into the whole the whole card perfectly. It's not just some random slap this together and see what happens type scenario. You know, next week we've got Alicia Edwards versus Tasha Steeles in the, there. So you know, it's it's all interlinking perfectly, and but the. Lust of the Legend versus Black Taurus was absolutely amazing on VTI. Yeah, no, it, that was one hell of a match. It was one hell of a match. And uh, I think, you know, it's one of those points where they can sort of kind of really showcase the talents um, of, of both of those guys. Uh, and, and I think it was, it, was a, it was a great match. It was a really, really great match. Um, and again, you know, this tag match was also absolutely fantastic. We, and again, like you said, Decay win. Now, you know, at the moment, Decay are really on a bit of a winning streak, aren't they? Yeah, the only the only loss really has been um, when Taurus didn't win that exhibition title match, or the exhibition number one contenders match. And I think there's been one of one the pin beforehand. I think, um, yeah, Crazy Steve got knocked out by Larry D. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, it was, I, I, I just think that at the moment, um, you know, they're, they are really stuck. They're really pushing decay. I think they're giving them, you know, they're, they're giving them a perfect sort of kind of platform to start getting those wins under the belt, pushing that faction. And I think Reno scum is, is the perfect platform to do that. So I was really impressed with this match. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, you know, we, we all went for decay for the win and we, we all ended up right. So that's fantastic. Good start. Good start, boys. Good start. So we then moved on to match two um, quite swiftly. Um, you know, we didn't have much going on in between. It was just straight on into the next match, which was to Neil Dashwood um, with Caleb and uh, Caleb with a K versus Havoc and Nevaeh. Now, Joe, on this one, you went for Havoc and Nevaeh. Steve went for Tanil and Caleb. I went for Tanil and Caleb on this one. Um, what was interesting on this one was that Caleb comes to the ring with a neck brace. Um, <laughs> But to be fair, that didn't that didn't last long. As uh, Nevea ripped that bad boy up, uh, bad boy off is it pretty early? Um, I think everyone got some really great offense in, um, but it's just I don't know. It's just not to be really for Tenille eventually. You know, it's just not to be for Nevea and, ha um, and Havoc and and Tenille eventually steals the win for her team, rolling up Nevea. Um, again, so again, it's Nevea on you know be, being the one being pinned, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's, it's, you know, it's disheartening for me because I'm such a big big fan of her. You know, yeah. 
you, you, it's like when you, if, if a Leicester member loses a match, you feel so sorry for them, not to patronize them, but you know, because you, 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 you love the character so much. Yes, I it's, agree. It's, yeah, it's, it's like you, you are literally seeing a friend, a friend lose. I, I think it's kind of, I think it's clear what they're trying to do here. They, they've sort of kind of like, you know, we've had this thing where Nevea is sort of always the one getting pinned in the team, in the tag team of, of Havoc and Nevea. Yeah. And she felt that she was like the weak link. Um, you know, they sort of kind of like come back together again to see where they go from there. Um, and again, Nevea gets rolled up. Um, you know, is this going to lead potentially lead to a feud? Is it? Is it going to be a case of Nevea wanting to prove herself to Havoc? Um, and then we end up with, you know, a friend versus friend feud. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, it's the most like, likely outcome. And it's the one that really makes the most sense. You know, that they won the match um, this day of this week with um, the, the six knockout tag team match. But going back to sacrifice, you know, to con um, Nevea's lost again. And she wasn't 100% on board with going back with, with Havoc to begin with. It was more, let's just do it and shut these two people up. Oh, as Dino Brown put it, Brown, let's, get, let's get back together, punch her in the face and move on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, I, I do want to mention, actually, um, the commentary from, uh, again, was, from Sacrifice was, again, absolutely top-notch, wasn't it? Yes. I, I, I watched the whole Sacrifice event again over the last two days. Um, last night and this morning, and the commentary really does engage you so much. And what do you guys think of the commentary team? Do you think uh, they've really, really finally got that old school TNA firm feel again that I just about missed out on? But it's, yeah. I, I, even I can feel the vibes from then. Just it's from it's almost like it's, it's Mike Tanay and um, what was the guy? Uh, Don West. It's almost yeah. a bit kind of Don West, uh, Mike Tanay. Because Don West got so enthusiastic. You know, he totally drew you in. You know, he was so so excited about what was going on in the ring, and, and I get that vibe from from Matt and Delo. Yeah, um, both of them were just know. so passionate. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I think it's amazing. Cheers, boss. Cheers, boss. We're doing well. We're we're, do, we're representing. We're doing the best we can. Um, so it's all good. Um, so yeah. So so for me, this was a was a good match. Um, you know, I'm not sure where it's going to go. Uh, but I'm excited to find out. So it's going to be interesting where this one goes. Now, once this one obviously ended, we then got a bit of a backstage segment with uh, Eddie Edwards pumping up Rich Swan backstage uh, with regards to his title unification match against Moose. Now, you know, I actually really like this because um, it shows that sort of kind of that camaraderie, that yeah. locker room leader side of Eddie Edwards, um, you know, and being a fan of Eddie Edwards, you know, I know he's not the best promo guy in the world, but being a fan of Eddie Edwards, I really enjoyed this promo or, or this this sort of kind of backstage moment. I thought it was really good. What did you think? Eddie Edwards is is at, he's one of my favorite wrestlers on the roster and one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. He's right now, he's he is he is the locker room leader. No disrespect to Madison Rain. Now and <laughs> but she's but, not there, she's retired. It's gotta be somebody. I know, but uh, his his promo work now is like what Tommy Tommy Dreamer would be doing if this was Eddie Edwards in his position. So you can see how Tommy Dreamer uh, has rubbed off onto Eddie Edwards, and Eddie Edwards is now rubbing off onto Rich Swan. So it's also push push putting Rich Swan over a lot more just with words rather than with in ring in ring action. You know, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Tommy yeah, built definitely. up Eddie Edwards. Eddie's building up Rich Swan and. My God, if Rich Swan gets built up anymore, he's going to be unstoppable. 
<laughs> without doubt. I mean, I've I've said uh, on many occasions that I've never been overly convinced on Rich Swan when it comes to his promo work, but. Um, actually, more recently, I, I've sort of started to eat my words on this one, and we, we, we've spoken about that a few times now, haven't we? Recently, I keep saying, like, you know, I've never been totally convinced, but my God, this week he was great. Um, and and it's and it just seems that um, o- over time he's he's improving and getting better and better. And and I'm I'm a big rich one, Mark. I really am. So I thought this was really cool, um, and I really really. Um, really enjoyed watching this section. I thought it was really good. Um, so we then moved on into match three. Now, this, I suppose, has to be the, uh, you know, has to be the first sort of kind of like big surprise match of the night. Um, I always thought this was going to be a, a hard-hitting, uh, good match. As we all know, um, I, I make it extremely clear week after week, James Storm is my man. Um, so, uh, I'm, you know, whatever happens, I'm excited to see a James Storm match. Um, so Steve, um, I think you went with, uh, Violent by Design. We had Joe going with Violent by Design. I think I was the only one on this occasion that went for beer guns. Um, and unfortunately, um, I, I came up short on this one because as we know, uh, Violent by Design get the win. Um, now, what I wanted to say on this one, though, was obviously we had uh, Violent by Design is the is the three uh, Eric Young, Doring, and Diener. We had obviously the the pairing was Joe Doring and Diener with uh, Eric Young, obviously ringside. Uh, we had Jake something come ringside with Storm and Saban, um, so it sort of kind of evened it up. He was watching their back. Which was which was great to see. I mean, Jake is is incredible. So uh, you know, I, I'd love to have seen more. I'd love to have seen him wrestling on the on the card, to be honest, because Jake something is a stud um, and is an incredible talent, absolutely incredible talent. But this match itself was incredibly intense. I'm not going to lie. Uh, as I've always said, I am a huge mark for for um, James Storm. So I'm all over that. One thing I will say is. There were some incredible power moves coming from Joe Doring in this match. A couple of this sort of kind of stood out for me was there was a cross body, which like would have basically taken out, uh, well, a bison. Um, it was incredible. <laughs> um, there was a top rope elbow from him as well, which I thought would like just killed somebody. Um, but what you got from Sabre in this match, though, is his usual fast, so, so fast. I mean, the guy's in his, what, early 40s, but moves like he's in his 20s. Um, he hasn't slowed down um, at all, so you get high-flying, fast moves from him, um, which I thought was great. But eventually, obviously, the match itself breaks down. You know, we got Jake getting involved. We finally get the shock of, uh, of or one of the shocks of the night, but the first one of the night which was, of course, Rhino coming out, uh, becoming the next guy to join Violent by Design. He gores Chris Saban. Dina rolls him up, gets the pin, be, uh, you know, Violent by Design, get the win. And what do we see? What do we see? Well, we see Rhino, um, you know, joining Violent by Design. I mean, it's just, you know, standing side by side. And it looked yeah. so right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, was, it just looked so right. It was a shock. Because of the character that we've seen from Rhino, you know, since he's come back to Impact Wrestling. But 
it just looked so right, didn't it, Joe? Yeah, I, I, I watched this um, live, so it was about one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning or something when I was watching it, so I knew I had to cover my mouth to stop me from screaming, oh my fucking God. And when Ryan, Ryan had come out just to begin with, I thought he was going to come out and then um, take out take, take out Violent by Design. Wait, 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 as soon as he stopped in the ring, I thought, no, 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 and bang. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. And it was just, it was the reaction that you wanted and you just wish there was a crowd there because I, I could imagine the crowd's reaction, never mind everyone around the, around the world. Just it, yeah, nobody expected it. Nobody expected this to happen. No, uh, I know that uh, I've been putting a theory out there for for yeah. quite some time that uh, you know what was what happened with Violent by Design and Heath in that room. Uh, you know, we, everyone just assumed that you know they gave Heath a beatdown, but really, did they or did they recruit Heath? You know, this is the thing. You know, yeah. is, is 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 Heath? Also, in Violent by Design, when he comes back, will he be by Rhino's side, by EY, by Diener's side in Violent by Design? I'm going to say it is going to happen. Well, I think you know. I'm, I'm going to say now. I'm going to say he's not. I'm going to say if you follow follow his reaction on um, as soon as he saw that, and follow his reaction since he's he's still the good guy, Daddy. You know, he's the good guy, baby. He's got his kids to look after. He's not going to set a bad example for his kids, is he? Well, you say that, my friend. You say that. But this is wrestling, and anything can happen in wrestling, Joe. Mm. You know, you could be the nicest guy one week, and then the following week, you could just be an absolute animal beast that wants to destroy everybody. Uh, <laughs> you know, you could. It's Look at Rhino. Rhino, you know, a, you know, a month or so ago, was the you know the best guy? He was standing up to Violent by Design and yeah. sacrificed. Now he's standing by their side. It makes me you wonder know? where that trophy's going to go. Well, I mean, there's another thing. I mean, maybe he hands that trophy over to Doran and 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 Diener. or maybe you know, you, you imagine putting Doring, Joe Doring, and and Rhino together as a tag team. Oh, I I, I that would be awesome. But I think if the um, Doring and Dina, if they're going to make make Violent by Design uh, go for the tag titles, they're the two who should go for it. I, but, I agree, I agree, but, but it's you know, interesting. A, a four, they got a four man stable. It's like the the biggest nastiest four man stable we've seen in wrestling since Evolution. Um, I'm, I'm sure guys can probably pick some guys from WWE, AEW, or even TNA, but. For me, like the last big stable that stuck out, stands out to me is guys is um, Evolution, the WWF. You know, four big names and four up, up and coming names, and they had Randy Orton in, and we've got that now. Joe Doring is ironically the up and coming guy for Impact Wrestling, although he's a, he's a veteran in from Japan. Cody Dean has been hit and miss everywhere. He's he's also the up and coming talent there too. And we got the two veterans, Rhino and and Eric Young, and Eric Young's the puppet master pulling all the strings like Ric Flair was, and Rhino's yeah. Rhino's just there to smash the shit out of everybody. <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, I, I think I think the bottom line is, I mean, you know, it, it was when D'Lo started going, yeah, I, 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 oh! it was just amazing. Um, so 
at the end of the day, um, you know, that was the first big shock of the night, I think, um, when when we saw Rhino. That we haven't seen for, for several weeks leading up to this um, was, was definitely interested. I'd like to see a video vignette of it, though. I'd like to see them, you know, taking Rhino to the to the prison or whatever it was. Yes. I want to how, how did they how did they do it? So how did they do it? Exactly. Proud as a peacock. <laughs> exactly. Proud as a peacock. Uh, yeah. So so you know, I'd like to see how it all happened. Um, whether we will, I don't know, but I would like to see that. So yeah, that was that was the first big shock of the night. We then go backstage and we've got Gia Miller um, is is catching up with Brian Myers. Um, ahead of his hold harmless match. That's a hard thing to say. Try and say that after a, f- a couple of vodkas. Hold <laughs> harmless. Um, they had a hold harmless match um, with Eddie Edwards. Um, and, you know, what Myers is is seen then sort of kind of like paying Hernandez some money, which leads to everyone to believe that obviously, you know, he's, he's going to be going to, to assist Bad Mood Brian. Um, in the match, well, um, exactly. Bad, bad mood, yes. I can actually do a very good pirate impression, so uh, bad mood, Brian. <laughs> uh, but it, you know, it is good to see. I, I, I really like this bad mood, Brian thing because uh, I think it's it, you know, it's, it's it's the impact wrestling take, obviously, on, on bad news, Barrett, which I think, which I think is really cool. So, um, uh, I, I really like it. I think. Um, it's working really, really well. I'm loving the whole pirate eyebrow, uh, you know, eye, eye patch with the M on it and everything. I think that's not how you handle your business. Calm down. Don't do this. <laughs> no, exactly, Brian. Now, come on, son. Um, but it, it's really good to see to see the way this sort of kind of storyline is developing. So we then head into match four, which of course is the hold harmless hardcore match um, between Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers. Um, now, when we talked about this in the preview, um, you went for Eddie Edwards, Joe, yes. didn't you? Yes, I, I did. I went for Eddie Edwards as well. Um, and I, I, Steve was the only, uh, I think Steve went for Brian Myers. So, um, interestingly, I, it's funny because in the back of my mind, I, I thought that they might put Brian over in this. Um, but at the same time, Eddie is the king of hardcore in Impact Wrestling, and he's got to win because, he, you know, if there was ever going to be a hardcore championship in Impact Wrestling, Eddie Edwards is the man, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, hard-hitting you know, get Kenny the Kendo stick out there. Fantastic. Um, you know, it, it, it's good. And I, and I honestly thought there could be a, a chance that Brian would, would win this match. But, um, you know, I don't know. We, but as we know, Eddie ends up winning. So we basically get a hard-hitting, hardcore match with both guys looking pretty badass. Um, but what we come to expect from Myers, of course, is you know he's not going to do this alone because Hernandez turns up, interferes with the match, and of course, who comes out to help Eddie? But Brian's so-called best friend Matt Cardona makes a save for Eddie. Eddie then gets a win over Myers. So um, interesting, interesting stuff here. I mean, this past week on Impact when we saw the fallout, Brian again is not very happy with with his with his <laughs> best mate. 
so I'm not sure. I'm not sure where this one's going. I, I'm, I'm assuming that come Rebellion, we're going to see some kind of hardcore match between Brian Myers and Matt Cordona. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this one, Joe? Yeah, it's definitely keeping Matt, Matt Cardona relevant, and which is what what I was really questioning. Um, you know, um, what, how are they going to keep Matt Cardona going? With, with because uh, I know he's due for the next set of tapings. It's just what are they going to do with him, and wh where, where's he going to go? And but to, to keep him and Eddie Edwards and Hernandez and Brian Myers all all mixed up like, like this, still it, it's working perfectly. It's not being drawn out too much. You know, and Matt Cardone, he made his appearance in this this match really, really brief. Literally, just to go in there, get Hernandez out of the way, and let the match let the match carry on. And he he then clarified exactly why he did it um, this this week on Impact Wrestling. So you know, they're, they're not over out outshining Myers and Eddie Edwards by bringing Matt Cardona in. They, they they're keeping him in there for story story progression. And the match itself was awesome. It was a lot more technical than I expected it to be. You know, because you, you've seen Eddie Edwards in, in the Barbara Massacre and a majority of matches Eddie Edwards has been in where it's been hardcore. He's just gone flat out hardcore. But Brian Myers tried to try to get him on his, his game rather than going full up weapons everywhere. It, it, there was that technical ability that I did predict was going to come. And there was a lot of it. And we also we did get that lovely appearance from Kenny, though. Can't, we did. We did. Yeah. Kenny did make an appearance, which was which was great, wasn't it? Yeah, but Eddie Edwards ended up going going into the ring apron. That that was really devastating. That um, jacking him into the ring. That was yeah. one of the hardest parts to watch of the match. And the the backpack stunner through the table. It was one of the best things I've seen for ages. It's like I, I wish I could do that to Brian Myers. Why he's so grumpy with everybody? <laughs> do you know what? Tonight I've 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 had a I've had my latest um, batch of of of. Uh... Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirts thrown up. Um, I've got my Violent by Design. Hang on, let me move that one. I've got my uh, Violent by Design, you know, I'm Violent by Design t-shirt on. Uh, this is the first time I've worn this one tonight, but I was actually going to wear my Brian Myers tonight. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad I decided to go with this 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 Violent by Design one. Um, yeah. But I think it's showing up quite nicely on the on the video screen there. That's, yeah, you, know, that, you, you don't want a shirt of a loser. <laughs> That's very true. See now, what I should have done was put my Eddie Edwards one on. Oh, yes, that would have been good. So then I would have marked out. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so so it's you know it's very very interesting to see um, where they go with it. Um, you know, and and like I said, I think this is all building to some sort of like serious grudge match of some sort between Matt and and, and Brian Myers. Oh, definitely at Rebellion. At Rebellion I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely going to lead to to a big match between Brian Myers and Matt Cardona, and that's probably where we'll see Matt Cardona either stay around or depart to wherever he's going. But it, it's 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 building up to another big match to put Brian Myers over, regardless of win or lose. So they're keeping Brian Myers relevant. And you know, like I said, Mike said Matt Cardona is there, but he's not pushing Brian Myers out the spotlight as much as everyone think thinks he is. If you actually go back and watch the matches and go back and look all the interaction and that. It's all evenly balanced. You just it's just how everyone's perspective is their is their first impression. So you watch it again, then you see was like was I right? Was I wrong? But you know, it's it's just a, such a such a great time to be watching Impact Wrestling with all these guys coming in and going and hopefully staying. I think what's interesting when it comes to Brian Myers and Matt Cardona 
is that, you know, we've seen for the past, certainly with, I mean, obviously Brian Myers is, is famous for his losing streak, um, you know, with, with, with the, with the, 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 the up North company, um, as we say on TNI. Um, but of course, you know, Matt Cardone is synonymous with the Zack Ryder, you know, Long Island IC and all that kind of stuff, uh, role where, you know, he was just, he, he was kind of, I don't know, the type of match I think that you, he wants to have, he was never allowed to have. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Definitely. I've got a feeling that this is leading to something that we will have never seen before um, from Matt Cardona. Um, which will be some kind of hardcore style grudge match. Now, what that's going to be, I don't know, but um, I, th I think that's where this is going. Giving giving his fans something that they would never have seen before. Yeah, um, you know, and of course that will help him make new fans too. Yeah, I'm hoping it's something like a cage match because we, we've been a while since we've had a, a massive lockdown match. So that would be the perfect one for me. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man, definitely. You know, I, I, I think the bottom line is, um, you know, any of these guys that, that have come from, um, you know, the the, the the up north company um, are clearly wanting to do stuff that they've never done before. Exactly. So, and, and they're getting that opportunity to do it at Impact Wrestling. I think we need to we need to support that. You know, there's so many people that are like, oh, we don't want to see Zack Ryder, he sucks, blah, blah, blah. But... You know, does Zack Ryder suck? You know, does Matt Cardona suck? Or did his character, you know, was it his character that we didn't like? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, and I think what we're what we're hopefully going to get to see is a completely different side um, to to Matt Cardona. And and me, I, I'm all for it. I'm all over it. You know, let's let's see what this man can do. Let's see what this man wants to do. Come rebellion. Let's see a hardcore. Badass stipulation cage, um, barbed wire match. I don't care what it is, but let's see this guy do something that we would never ever seen him do in the past 16, 17 years that he was up north. Exactly. Yeah. Let's 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 let's, let's all start um, trolling Scott Demore now. Get that match on paper. <laughs> Get it done. Get it signed. It may already be signed for all we know, but um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I think these guys are doing fantastic. They're bringing a lot more eyes to the product, so it's great. What we then, then what we then move on to, of course, is the very the you know the first knockouts tag title match of the evening. So match five, we got Fire and Flavor versus Jordan Grace and the incredible OG Jazz. Um, now. If I remember rightly, Joe, you went for Grace and Jazz. I think Steve went for Fire and Flavor, and I went for Fire and Flavor on this one uh, because I just feel that, you know, if you're going to stick a tag title on these guys, they've got to beat a few people before yeah. they lose it. Um, so, Whose uh, uncle is this? If the 80s don't come back and get their uncle for real. Do you know what? That is actually one of my favorite uh, promos or backstage segments that those guys did. <laughs> I absolutely love that segment. I thought it was brilliant. Anyway, so Grace comes out of the gate, all guns blazing. Um, can you do that, Joe? Can you do it? Oh, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. We need, we need to. We need to. I tell you what, actually, 
T and I tried. What we need to get you guys to do is some sound bites of your own, right? <laughs> let's let's get see how many of you guys we can get putting up baka on 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 Twitter. Let's get it on Twitter. Tag T and I. T, uh, we t uh, we talk impact, yeah. And let, let's get that up there. Let's get that trending. Baka, and let's hear hear all you all you guys giving it a go. <laughs> I think it'd be great. Anyway, so what we got was uh, Jordan Grace coming out of the gate, all guns blazing. Um, Tasha slows the pace down a little bit um, because I think she sort of, I think she maybe raked the eyes or something, or I don't know. She she managed to slow it down, get that pace slowed down, um, and we got to see some really cool offense um, from Tasha. You know, she's not she's not a big girl. But she's fast, and, and and she's got she packs a punch, um, and and I, I I gotta say I was very very impressed in the way that she handled Jordan Grace in this match. I thought she was really really good. Um, we got Kira uh, obviously coming out. I think we got to see some really good quick sort of kind of tag uh, you know tag team wrestling, a lot of quick tags, keeping it fresh. I think it was really good. Um, Really enjoyed that. We eventually got to see Jazz. She eventually came into the match. Um, I think it's I think it's very clear clear that, that she's got a limited offense now, um, but still able to perform what she can very convincingly. Um, so for me, she stood out really well. But I think what really stood out for me in this match was Jordan Grace, who just looked the complete package of power and speed. Um, she just looked fantastic in this match. What are your thoughts on this match, Joe? Yeah, um, Jordan Grace was absolutely outstanding in this match. Yeah. You know, and if 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 anyone thinks you know that that performance is not a performance of someone who is looking to be going in a couple of months' time, um, in my opinion, you know, she was just absolutely incredible in this this match. Um, I, the whole the match itself was was absolutely brilliant. Um, it was just end-to-end -end stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was just it was so good. You know, it was so fast. It was it, it was, you know, like I said, it was it was it was just a really, really outstanding match. Um and I, it was one of my favorite matches of the night. Um and it was great to see Jazz, you know, the OG getting in there and, and doing a, doing the business, which was good. But for me, when it when it if you wanted to talk about kind of like the standout performer in that match with Jordan Grace. For me, Definitely. yeah, um, you know, she was amazing. You know, that's not taking anything away from from Kira or Tasha or or even Jazz. You know, but Jordan just is so good that she really shines in, yeah. in pretty much every single match that she's in, um, particularly in this one. Kira Hogan did an amazing job too. She she reminded everyone just how good she is. You know, for you know, people were still downplaying her for a little while after she became tag champion. You know, but she, again, she she was she's been such a, such a main mainstay player for building up other characters over the years, and she's once she's now proven to everyone, this is why I am the tag champion. This is why I'm I am where I am. And Tasha Steeles has just gelled in so perfectly with Kira Hogan. It's been one of the best signings of 2020 was bringing Definitely. Tasha Steeles into Impact Wrestling. Definitely, and so. What we end up with is obviously Kira gets the one, two, three on Jordan Grace to retain the Knockouts tag titles. So Fire and Flavor go ahead. Um, you know, they move forward as the tag team champs. Um, 
And you know, not only do they move forward, but they but Kira also pins Jordan Grace, um, which which is amazing. And and for me, that really puts over fire and flavor big time. Definitely. I, I, does anyone know what the name of that finishing move is? It's something that's always been bugging me. I don't know what the name of Kira Hogan's finishing move is. Uh, badass, badass move. I've I got uh, no idea. I can't yeah, remember. I have no Put idea it what it is. Guys, let us know. I bet Critical Sting knows. Yeah, Critical Sting, Sting's always got the extra knowledge. So He's going to know. Let, let us know. Let us know. What's the name of uh, Kira Hogan's finishing move? It's, it's pretty badass. Um, okay, so... We then go to uh, backstage. We've got the uh, the lovely Gia Miller. She she tries to to get a word with Moose, um, you know, before the huge uh, title unification uh, main event tonight. Moose says, you know, he's done enough talking and literally just walks off. Um, you know, and I actually quite liked it because he sort of kind of almost sort of like turned away, didn't he? he you know, she was trying to get in and you know, can I get a word? Um, and he just literally blanked her. Um, and it's just the way that he did it. I thought he sold it really well. Um, you know, yeah, he does his talking in the ring, um, which is funny because he's recently he's been doing quite a lot of talking. Yeah, I think he's, he's finally taken Scott Scott the Moore's advice and board. Just shut up and get the get the job done. Exactly, shut up, <laughs> get in the ring, get the job done. Um, so yeah, so that that was that was an interesting sort of kind of segment there. Um, and I and, I, and I guess it sort of sold it, created a bit more tension uh, leading up to that main yeah. event. So we it, then it, it, it had me doubting then if Rich Swan was going to win because Moose. Um, I, I, I picked Rich Swan to win, but when Moose had had that such cold atmosphere, the intimidation yeah. factor shot up just in that segment. So yeah, Moose didn't need to talk to make that segment work. And then after seeing that daunting. Um, Moment, it's like, oh Christ! So is Rich Swan going to win this match? And oh yeah, exactly. Oh, by the way, thank you, Mark. I appreciate that. Kira's finishing move is face the music. That's right. thank you. Face the music. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate that, my friend, a fellow T and I brother. There, fantastic. Um, okay, so let's move on from that one. We're getting into match six now, and this is the X Division title match. Now, this is TJP versus Austin Aries. Um, Joe, you Ace, went for Ace Austin. Uh, sorry, Ace Austin. Austin Aries, what we're we talking about? Ace Austin. Um, Joe, you it's went It's been a bangarama. It bloody well has. Um, and I think we all went for Ace Austin on this one, actually, to be fair. Um, and for me, this was was gonna be always, always gonna be contender for match of the night. Now you have the veteran title holder TJP, who at the end of the day. You know, whenever he whenever he performs, he's just flawless. He's a flawless wrestler. Um, I love watching him perform. Good for you. <laughs> Regardless of some of his politics, uh, but you know, he is um, a fantastic performer. I really, really enjoy him. Um, he's from, and and of course, you've got Ace Austin, who is the young, up and coming future of the business. I'm gonna uh, bang his wife. He likes banging people's wives. Um, he, he is one, you know, he's, he's just never going to disappoint. This match was never, ever going to disappoint. It was a fantastic match. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I think we got to see, I think, you know, if you're, if you're a, a wrestling fan, you know, you get to see pure wrestling. You get to see high fly, high octane, you know, submission moves. I mean, you've got to see pretty much 
everything there is for for a wrestling fan. So you know, you, you had everything. It, it was it was a bit like a, a fruit salad, you know. You, you, oh yeah, you, all in there. It was all in there in that fruit salad of wrestling. Um, I thought this was a fantastic match, um, and of course, it all ended with a fold. Well, it inevitably ended um, with a fold and a win. Uh, for the now two-time X Division champion, Ace Austin. Um, it was inevitable, wasn't it, Joe? It's it been won't... a bangorama. <laughs> it was not just a bangorama, it was also just a re- re- redemption. Because during the match, um, um, Matt Stryker and Dino Brown had touched on that TJP was the man who ended Ace Austin's undefeated streak in Impact Wrestling, which is something I'd actually forgotten about. Just, which yeah, is... I forgot about that, actually. I yeah, until f- Matt brought that up. Yeah, and so when Ace Austin won, I was thinking, oh, then this is perfect because um, they're they're going to have to have a round three now where they I think they are next week actually. So um, um, it, it's just a great way to, to um, cut the story off between TJP and Ace Austin now as well um, yeah. after next week. And the match itself, from start to finish, it was very clean. As well, you know, you'd expect Madman Fulton to get involved a bit more, but Ace Austin had kept him at bay the week beforehand. You know, no, exactly. Said, it was a clean match. It was great, um, and, and and the thing is, the thing is with this kind of match as well is, I think if anyone had interfered in it, it would have just ruined it. Um, yeah, and, and you know, when when you put someone, when you put guys like TJP, uh, Ace Austin in in a match, you 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 just got to let them go. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got to let them go, regardless of who wins. Everyone, you know, the fan is a winner. Um, you know, the fans are winners when you get a match of, of people like TJP and Ace Austin. There is no doubt about that. And I got to say, you know, I'm over the moon that Ace Austin is now a two-time X Division champion. As much as I admire and love TJP as a performer, Ace Austin is the future of this business. And so, the strap on that man is exactly where it needs to be. Without any shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I, I have to. I have to agree. Um, he, he's got plans already for what to do next with with this title, as well. He's already, he's, he's let that leak once or twice in he, hints on Twitter. <laughs> he's got option C, which oh. I, I I really I was hoping that would be nipped in the bud now and dropped. But if if Ace can use that and go on to become the youngest ever um world champion if it's against kenny omega if it's against rich swan if it's against any anyone who you know ace austin deserves to be world champion especially after that match with the exhibition title you know I, I, i'd love to see him be somehow get triple crown status because madman fulton's got to be used somewhere and ace austin and fulton their tag team successes can't go it can't be ignored you know they were AEW tag team champions last year no, totally. We we can't they, they can't be ignored with without any shadow of that. I totally agree with that. Um, but anyway, I mean, it was it was uh, it was a fantastic match, and it's and it definitely was a contender for match of the night. If if you know if you were a casual um, you know casual wrestling fan, you tuned in, thought you know what's all this about, and that was a match that was playing. Um, you, I don't think you would have turned off. I, I I watched it again this morning or this afternoon, and I couldn't take my eyes off the match. I couldn't, you know, it was just so good. Yeah, fantastic match, absolutely fantastic. We then go to a backstage where we found that Tennille Dashwood and Caleb with a K um, 
it's interesting this Caleb with a K thing because my son's called Caleb and it's with a K. So there you go. Um, so Tanil Dashwood um, and Caleb with a K stumble into Swinger's Palace of all places. Um, and we get, uh, you know, Tanil disrespects Alicia, uh, which then leads to the two of them wanting a match against each other. And that's sort of like kind of, you know, we then move on to match seven. Um, you know, obviously this is going to go a little bit further. Uh, uh, a little bit later, so we'll get to that in a minute. So there's this crack on with match seven, um, which is the knockouts title match uh, between Deanna Praza and ODB. Bam! Um, and, you know, I have to say that, you know, I am such an ODB mark from the old TNA days um, that, you know, it doesn't matter what this, this woman does. I absolutely adore her. <laughs> so um, I think she's fantastic. Uh I'm not. I think Zach Bonifer had done some fantastic uh, gifts of my face on um, ODB. Oh yeah, I've those. seen one or two of them. Have we After... seen one or two of those? Oh yeah. Let us know in the chat, guys. How many of you have seen uh, the the Bison is ODB on the gifts? Um, <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, it, it's a very interesting uh, interesting gift. It's quite scary. Um, to be honest, it is quite scary. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you've you should definitely... be in jail, yes, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so in this one, Joe, you went for Diana, Steve went for Diana, and I actually went for ODB just because, and probably the nostalgia thing, but also because I just thought it'd been really cool, uh, to see ODB, even if it was just yeah. for you know a very short time. Um, you know, walk around with that that really lovely belt on her on her shoulder. I thought it would have been really cool. Yeah, um, my heart was ODB, but but then it would be to have us have it for a short while just for the under process to win it back again. There's not there's yeah. no sense in it. No, no, I get that, but for me it would just been awesome. But and, a five uh, a five time knocked up champ would have been awesome. It would five times knocked up champ. Um, but I was looking forward to this match a lot, um, and it didn't disappoint. Um, it, it was exactly what we expected. We had ODB come out. Diana comes out, obviously, with Kimberly and Susan at ringside. I mean, Brandon Toll didn't part with our shenanigans long. <laughs> Exited them. Um, see you later. And, and rightly so for getting involved. Rightly so. Um, we then get a treat for me from both ladies. ODB proved um, she's still got something in the tank. Without any shadow of that, we saw the dirty dozen. What a classic! We saw loads of classic ODB offensive moves, um, but ultimately the virtuosa was just too much for ODB, and Diana gets the win, retains her title, and obviously continue the era of the virtuosa. Um, and but it was a great match. Um, it was it was it was end to end stuff. Um, you know, both One both fights indeed, Steve. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't believe it! Yeah, that makes that yeah, you're right. One dirty bison, but never mind. <laughs> uh, but um, it was a great, great match, and I absolutely loved it. What were your thoughts on this match, Joe? Uh, it was, it was the the first the first half was really, really varied and very, very solid. And I think um, after the shenanigans with um, Kimberly and Susan, you'd, you'd, you'd hoped it would go a bit more in ODB's favour. But it then, to me. It slowly started to go back to how they played out with Ty Valkyrie and Diana Prazo at Hard to Kill. It seemed, it seemed for a very short while to be one-sided. 
I watched it back again this um, this um, afternoon, and it my perspective on that was blown acceptance of the carpet straight away i watched it the first time i was like half awake so i was like this is it so i'm glad I, i'm glad i did watch sacrifice the second time because it was a lot lot more evenly matched than than i'd originally um seen and um odb i've always been amazed at how how well she can still go and how, how much she's improved over the um since she's come back and diana prazo is just the move she pulls off she makes it look effortless you know, yeah, this... she does. She really, really does. Everything that she does is is just so slick. Yeah, um, it is really good. But you're right. ODB just hasn't lost a step. Um, I mean, she's because uh, I interviewed her uh, probably about oh, got to be now three months ago, I guess. Um, and you know, we we talked a lot about you know because she she talks about her age. You know, she was like, you know, I still work out. You know, I keep, try and keep myself as fit as possible, but you know, I am getting older, so you know, the joints are a bit stiffer and a bit achier or whatever. But you know, and it's bound to you. You know, if you if you spend you know a vast majority of your life being knocked around a ring, well, you know, you're you're going to have some aches and pains when you wake up in the morning. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, but she doesn't look like that when she's out there performing, um, and you know. I think I think she's just so she's just such a good performer. You 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 totally are engaged with her character, um, and I, I think that is a real important thing about ODB. It's 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 about engaging with her character and and getting into that. Uh, but I thought you know it was definitely by no shadow of a doubt a, a very very good uh, title match. Uh, yeah, but and again, you know, it's like I said, if you tuned in to, to, to watch ODB versus Diana Peraza, I don't think you would turn it off. I think you'd watch it. Yeah, I, I was so, so, um, you know, I've actually forgotten what I was going to say. I don't think I was actually going to say anything relevant. Yeah, to be honest. Back into the void. Yeah. With, oh, God. Well, let, let, let's carry on. I'm just looking at how we're doing for time as well. Right. The empty space is taking you, isn't it? The empty space. So anyway, so yeah, I think that was a great match. I really enjoyed it. Diana again, obviously retains the title. She's still the Knockouts champion, and deservedly so. Um, she is awesome. Um, we then move backstage, and we get uh, a Scott Demore um, informs basically to Neil Dashwood and Alicia that despite them wanting a singles match against one another, they're both going to be involved in a huge twelve-person knockout tag match this Tuesday on Impact Wrestling. Now, of course, this obviously occurred on this past Tuesday. Um, he, I, I like the way that he directed us to the, uh, you know, to the website to find out, you know, a bit more about this match. I like that. That was good marketing. Um, yeah. The only thing was for me, like, not that I, not that I'm not a big fan of every single knockout member, because I think they're all amazing. Um, but I think because, <laughs> he was making you do that. I was expecting to go there and say, find, you know, just one sort of kind of new knockout or something in the match. Yeah. But uh, it was the entire roster. It was just basically the 12 knockouts that we've got going six on six, you know, but there's nothing wrong with that because the match was still really good. Um, and they're all great wrestlers. Um, but I think I, I was just a little bit disappointed. I suppose I was expecting, to possibly see a new addition 
You know yeah, what I mean? I, I, I was on the same wavelength as well. I was thinking, could we see one or one other person, especially for Alesh Redwoods on her side? You know, especially seeing after things fell out with Havoc and Nevea. So it was like those two aren't going to be going together. So could we see like the C stars return for a one-off or Kelly Kelly and Manny Michelle? But but yeah. sadly, well, not. I mean that in, in the most polite way possible. Sadly, it wasn't how, how it how it came to pass. But the match this week was awesome. Yeah, and, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's always good to see Alessia Redwoods back in the ring, ring regardless. You know, I've said it for a while. She's been she's been overlooked for too long. She is the scrappy-do of the Impact Wrestling roster. You know, she will not t- take shit from anybody. She will fight anyone. She she will b- back out up as much as she can, and she's just so entertaining. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I totally, totally agree with that. Um, now... You know, I don't know why. I've got, I've got this thing in my head that I, I desperately want to see Killer Kelly turn up on Impact Wrestling. And I was like, I'm, I was like, oh, is, is it going to be Killer Kelly? Is it going to be Killer? Is she going to be in this one? Um, <laughs> so when I went to the website, I, I guess I found myself feeling a little bit disappointed on it. That was all. Uh, only in the fact that I was just, I don't know, in my own head, I was expecting to see somebody else. Um, but yeah. It was still a good match this past week on Impact. And, and if you haven't seen Impact yet, you need to get in there and watch that uh, because it was still a really good match. Um, but, yeah, so we then sort of kind of like flow nicely um, into the um, match eight, which is, you know, again, which turns out to be probably the biggest shock of the night, which is the Impact World Tag Title match, the Good Brothers versus New Japan's Finjuice. Now, we all went for Good Brothers on this because we were like, there is no way that the Good Brothers are going to lose the Impact Tag Titles to non-signed talents. Just not. Boy, did, boy did we ours. Man, so- shock of the night, mate. Shock of the night. We came here for a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly <laughs> that. Um, so we had, lots, we had lots of testosterone on display, I think. You know, there was plenty of one-upmanship going on from both teams, um, in my opinion. It was very evenly spread matchup, though, as well. I, I think it was a really good matchup. Carl Anderson, especially for me, um, I thought looked great in this match. So did David Finley um, of Finjuice. I thought, for me, the two standout performers in the in this match was Carl Anderson and David Finley. For me, I thought, you know, they they were both fantastic in this match. Um, and basically, after what was some pretty hard-hitting offense from the big LG, um, you know, I mean, when he comes out swinging, you know it. Um, so, you know, some pretty badass, you know, hard-hitting offense from from, from Gallows. Uh, Finjuice eventually connect the Doomsday device um, to get the pin on Anderson to become the new Impact Tag Champs. Now, this, this blows my mind. So... So now, a non-signed Impact talent, a New Japan Pro Wrestling talent, is walking around with the Impact tag belts around their waists. Like it's a girl belts. It was just what? Um, just completely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> is is what happened in that moment in time. I never expected it. Um, and you know, if you were ever going to 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 shock. The wrestling world, there it was. There it was. 
<laughs> what were your thoughts, brother? I love I love this match. Um, I, I was I've been a bit critical of the good bumpers in the past, over the past couple of weeks because I've just not seen enough of them in the ring. Like enough really well drawn up matches. This um, shut me up, and I've never been a harsh critic of them. I just want, wanted to see wanted to see more from them, especially from from the big LG. I wanted to see a bit more variety from him, and he he showed me that variety in this match. And Finjuice. They were awesome. You know, a lot, of, a lot of all their double team moves are good throwback references to classics like the Heart Foundation, and the Road Warriors. And this is something that Dino Brown and Matt Striker picked up on too. All the all the double team moves aren't just like made up out of the blue. They're all throwback moves to the great tag teams of the past. So it's a great sign of respect from them. But um, but even to, to see them win this match, it blew my mind. I did not. I did not think they would win uh, at sacrifice. If they were going to win these belts, I would have thought it would have been something at Rebellion, assuming that they they would they would still be around Impact Wrestling at the time. But now, of course, you know that they they've got the match at Rebellion now with the Good Brothers for the tag team titles. So we've still got that coming. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether they they they've been at the recent uh, set of tapings because I know that they sort of kind of like were off. Um, with New Japan Pro Wrestling, literally the following day. Yeah, uh, I mean, I know there was a thing there where he sort of they, they weren't carrying the belts, and they, he was sort of kind of like, "Well, that's another story." Uh, so I don't know what's happened there, um, but they didn't have the belts with them, so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see where that one goes. Um, but what we did see on this past week on Impact was a, a match with Triple XL, um, where they win. You know, they, they're, so they're still carrying the belts at the moment. But where is this leading to? Yeah. You know, what's going on? Um, but like you say, we're going to have a, a repeat match at uh, Rebellion. Now, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think the world should be looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a, a massive match. I do think that, you know, I'm going to stay now. The Good Brothers will be winning winning that match. They'll be getting those belts back if they've not got them back beforehand. Uh, but I think that's going to be an amazing match. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. And like I say, this was the biggest shock of the night. You know, if, if you want to see, you know, big surprises, um, then Impact Wrestling is the place to see it because this shocked the hell out of me. Um, <laughs> that, that's all i got to say. This shocked the hell out of me. Um, now, where, where do you think it's going to go, though, Joe? I mean, what, where do you think this is going to go? Are we going to see more New Japan talents turn up on Impact Wrestling? Or are we going to see Impact Wrestling talents turn up at New Japan? There, there is rumors already circulating around Facebook that some Impact talent has gone to New, New Japan and is showing up there, but no names have been given, and I've only I only skimmed through all the posts on Facebook, so I've not really looked into it or looked up look, looked online for, about, on anything else about it. But it could be could um, guys who I could see going over there would be guys like Eddie Edwards, Ace Austin, possibly Moose and Rich Swan. To, yeah. to, to, uh, or Eddie, Willie Mack. Eddie's obviously got a history, hasn't he, of, of, of performing in Japan. So I think, yeah, there is a potential to see Eddie go over there to New Japan. Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, we've already got Chris Bay, who's taken part in the uh, New Japan J Cup. Um, oh, listen, I was forgetting to mention Chris Bay. Of course. Um, TJP, possibly. <laughs> yeah. um, he's already performed at New Japan. Um, so there's definitely... Um, you know, there's definitely a lot of potential talents 
they could turn up at New Japan. I, I, I definitely um, would be would be keen to see that. And of course, it's repping Impact Wrestling. You know, they're going to turn up. They're going to be wearing their, you know, their Impact Wrestling T-shirts. You know, they're 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 going to be selling the brand. That's the whole point, right? It's, exactly. You know, they got to represent. Um, so yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I've been seeing a few little bits on online with regards to Jay White. Um, now that's someone I would love the switchblade, mate. I would love to see that guy turn up at Impact Wrestling at some point in the future. Um, but you know, uh, again, you know, could you imagine, uh, uh, you know, someone like Eddie Edwards taking on Jay White? I mean, that would be amazing. That's one hell of a match in the making if that can happen. Um, but yeah, some great matches there. Um, but anyway, moving on, we've got match nine, which is obviously the main event of the night the, the Impact TNA unification match uh between rich swan um and the legend moose the god the wrestling god moose um you know he he and by god was it again another incredible um entrance from moose the man known as moose um is he not got one of the best um entrances in pro wrestling today um i'm still going to go with the k being the best but oh, undoubtedly. Yeah, Moose's entrance is is, is awesome, isn't it? Absolutely it's, awesome. Yeah, es especially as his heel, heel role has really progressed like it has, thanks to EC3. It's really, really added that intimidation factor that you, you, you what you needed to see from a heel character. And um, Moose always seemed to be falling a bit short with it. But just that added a bit, added bit of atmosphere before before the whole music kicks in. It just yeah. that, that that was just enough, and then Moose's promo skills changing, and the, the, how this match started, him just staring a hole through Rich Swan as he was coming down to the ring, rather than jumping out and attacking him or interrupting him as he comes into the ring, he let, he let him walk in the ring and let all the belts and stuff be raised. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I part of me was expecting him to just go out and try and pull his air and stuff like he was doing throughout the match before the match had got underway. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, definitely, without doubt. Now, listen, when we did the preview show, uh, you went with Rich Swan, Steve went with Rich Swan, and I went with Rich Swan on this one. Um, interest in that, I think. that The whole world thought Moose was going to win this, except for us three. Oh, the, the whole world wanted Moose to win, I think, and they, <laughs> they, they, um, they just can't... can't but... Um, Oh, Dilo Brown and Matt Stryker brought this up in the match itself. Actually, that appearance does just because Richmond doesn't look like a world champion doesn't mean he, he isn't a world champion. You know, long gone are the days that the big strong guys are the guys who represent the company. You know, Rich Swan can pull off some of the most hardest hit, hardest hitting kicks at any wrestler who could be who'd be like two or three times his size in mass wise not height wise because he's although yeah. he's pretty short you know um the amount the, the whole world of wrestling has changed and i've i've only been watching it for just over 20 years and the the, the dynamic of it has all just has changed only. so much and i've only been watching it for 20 years just that, about yeah that, that's quite that's quite a long time joe yeah, but the, the, the whole dyna dyna dynamic of it is really, really changing. You know, it's it's not the the big strong guys who, who um, will be holding the titles anymore. So, and 
seeing all the negativity coming from Rich Swan winning this match, it really did piss me off. Really, really did piss me off. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Rich, Rich Swan for me, he's, he's got world champion written all over him. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, it's interesting. It's interesting how many people are like, oh, moose, 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 you know, it, you know, it's just not realistic. Yeah. Um, you know, then you haven't been watching Rich Swan. You know, do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, you've not been watching Rich Swan matches if you yeah. think it's unrealistic. The majority of the um, people that are criticizing Rich Swan were bitching about Moose being in the being in the ring the a year before. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I totally agree with that. And so, that's what that's what pissed me off. Going back to this match, without doubt for me, this was the match of the night. Now, I I thought the X Division one was going to be the match of the night, but this just nipped it. Yeah. Um, in terms of the quality of the match, I thought the storytelling, I thought the in-ring psychology was just top-notch from both of these guys. So professional. Um, the highlight for me in terms of move um, has to be the cutter from Rich Swan on Moose as Moose hits the step up Moonsall. Swan literally catches him in midair, um, you know, to hit the cutter. Then, you know, for me, there's only one other man that could do a cutter like that, and that's Jake Crist. And I'm saying that this guy, uh, that was one hell of a, uh, that was one hell of a move. It was the move of the night. It was a highlight for me. It was fantastic. Yeah, the uh, timing of that was perfect. If that, oh, that, was if that went wrong, it would have looked really sloppy. But that well, was... he did like the whole handstand into the ropes and everything, didn't he? Yeah. He came back up in the air, caught him, boom. It was yeah. just so good. Uh, it was so, so good. Uh, we end with Rich Swan getting the pin um, after Moose ends up going headfirst into a chair that he actually set up in the ring corner earlier in the match. So, um, you know, and then, of course, Rich Swan becomes the unified world champion, um, you know, uh, and the right to face Kenny Omega at Rebellion in the title versus title main event. Um, and if you're not excited about that, then you clearly don't have a pulse. <laughs> so uh what are your thoughts i mean what are your thoughts on the on you know yes rich one wins the match he's a unified title holder now what are your thoughts on where this leads joe cocktail hour brother <laughs> my thoughts on where it leads uh well obviously we know who his opponent's going to be and dan don Callis's promo this week was absolute gold dust the, yeah. his, his mind games with rich swan how he, he's basically he's he's like he, he's the puppet master he got rich swan into impact wrestling and now oh, i've been supporting you this i've been doing uh, oh but but one big angel one big angel one big angel i'm not gonna get past kenny omega no, nobody think, taps out well, nobody taps out of the one-winged angel well uh Steve has already put, put, put a comment up saying that he thinks that we're going to see the history being made at Rebellion and that history being Rich Swan kicks out with the wrong winged angel. Yeah, I agree. I don't necessarily think he's going to win, but I think he will kick out from the one winged angel. You're right. I think that's going to happen. Um, someone's going to have to kick out from that. Uh, I, you know, I, I think that he's going to be Rich Swan. I think it's going to be. One hell of a match. I'm really excited for it. Um, and I think, like I said, if you're not excited uh, for the main event in Rebellion, you ain't got a pulse because I'm telling you now, uh, that is going to be one hell of a match. Um, 
you know, I'm really excited uh, to see what, how the road to rebellion is going to is going to lead now. Um, I, I, I honestly believe we're going to see some great build uh, to some fantastic matches that's going to end up on that card uh, over the coming weeks. Uh, it's just it's going to be it's going to be an amazing pay per view. Um, I, I cannot wait for it to, to arrive. I, I just I just want to I just want to buy it now. <laughs> I, I'm told the main event. You know the main event alone um, is is worth is worth the purchase um you know and of course you know we know that we're potentially going to get fin juice and the good brothers as well so again two really really great matches already booked up for this who's diana gonna face you know who's going to be facing the the uh knockouts tag champs who's going to be you know facing the x division champion it's i'm really really excited to see where this road is going to take us now over the coming weeks leading up to rebellion yeah it's going to be amazing it's going to be amazing this, this is going to be this this is now really going to start bubbling up the AEW and impact wrestling rivalry i think a bit more i i think you're right i think it's going to be incredible and of course you know where are we going to go uh with regards to this new japan thing you know at the end of the day finn juice are now um you know the impact tag team champs um and they were representing new japan pro wrestling so again you know we're seeing this interpromotional stuff and yeah. it's happening guys it's happening you need to be tuned into this stuff you need to be watching it history is being made week in week out pay-per-view in pay-per-view out you've got to be seeing this stuff you've got to be tuning in um yeah <laughs> there you go guys i mean that's our review our review um of, of of sacrifice i think it was absolutely a fantastic uh impact plus special Without yeah fi final thoughts guys that any, any final thoughts you want us to touch on by all means drop them in the comments and let's see what you got to say absolutely absolutely perfect time um, to give an assessment on the pro wrestling industry and where we all stand impact wrestling the number one impact wrestling the number one exactly impact wrestling number one impact wrestling number one exactly anyway guys don't forget to sub the channel um and don't forget to give the give that bell a little tickle um you never get to miss any of the great content from the tni us and of course tni uk where you you know where can we find you on the socials joe you can uh follow me on twitter at jok empty space you can jump onto the little book of faces look for hashtag daily giggle Hashtag empty space, hashtag the void. You don't want to laugh, or if you want to step into a strange place, lose a bit of sanity. The void? And step into the, the void. Where are we yeah. going with this? Where are we going? <laughs> Where aren't we um, going? <laughs> exactly. If you're looking to find me, I am at Lord Bison45 on Twitter. That's where I do most of my wrestling talking. Um, you know, I, my, my Facebook is more my personal stuff, although I will, you will see, see me posting impacted stuff, total nonstop impact stuff all over the, the wrestling groups. So please give me a, give me a like on, on Twitter. Um, I generally like people back as well. So I definitely give lots of bison licks. That's for sure. Uh, somebody was after a bison lick earlier. I'm not sure who that was, but um, you, I definitely enjoy giving out bison licks. So if you want one of those, 
you let me know, uh, I'll be happily to oblige. Um, but anyway, guys, um, you know, that's pretty much it for us. I mean, I mean, this has been our very first live impacted. Um, and we Thank hope you, you, yeah, we hope you've enjoyed being a part of this. This is a first from the TNI UK team. Um, I mean, and I think we've enjoyed it as well, Joe. Have you enjoyed it? I have, yeah. Um, they're asking already about the uh, if we're going to do the next live one. Um, if it's next week, I'm not sure, but I've no doubt that um, come we got Hardcore Justice coming, and we got um, the, obviously we got Rebellion next month as well. So I'm sure yeah. in between one of those two, we'll be def definitely be going live for one of them. But, I'm sure there will be a few more live shows uh, in the podcast. Obviously, follow um, follow along on Twitter. Follow Total Nonstop Impacts on Twitter and on, on, on Facebook and that. And we'll keep you up to date if they're going live again. You know, I, I enjoyed this so much. I've been reading all the comments down at the bottom. And you guys have, have really put a smile on my face. You know, there's, been some, so, there's been some fun ones coming up. Yeah, man. Yeah. They definitely deserve a two sweet. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, it's uh, Joe, Joe, we could do our own two sweet. Hang on, let me. How do we figure this out? So we're going that way. We'll give it some. Get it in there. Come on. Come on. Uh, that's Three my power. Okay, so let's get some two sweets in there as well, because we are, you know, we are the good brothers of of T and I. Um, you know, Joe and I. That, that he's my brother from another mother. That's a fact. Um, so they got, so uh, yeah. So don't forget to get cut the two sweets in there. If you're able to record yourself doing a bakra, we want to get some of those in there. Get that on Twitter. Uh, it would be great to see some of those. I really look forward to that. Um, so it's been really, really great interacting with you guys tonight. And, and we're looking forward to doing it again in the future. Um, with all that said, um, you know, as I said, don't forget to give us a thumbs up. Um, sub the channel. Tickle the bell so you never miss a listen. Um, we are available YouTube, Twitch, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud. Uh, we were talking about uh, Apple, iTunes, uh, everywhere, all over the place. Wherever you find uh, podcasts, that's where we are. So uh, make sure that you tune in. Make sure you find us. Tickle all the buttons, um, you know, so you never miss anything from us. And don't forget to do the uh, at We Talk Impact. Um, don't forget to follow Total Northstop at We Talk Impact on Twitter as well. Um, so again, you miss all of, you know, don't miss any of the content from the team. Uh, you know, don't forget we've got the live reviews, the total non-stop impact live review directly after the show on Tuesdays. We've got the throwback show going on, I believe that's Wednesdays. Um, so there's lots of stuff going on. TNI UK every Friday because hashtag Fridays belong to us without shadow of the day. Hey, sir, uh, I just read your comment there. Thank you very much. <laughs> I missed that one. What was it? Oh, he's just saying that we've, um, we've, done, we've done a fantastic job. You know, high praise. There we go. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. And um, like I said, if 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 Trent is happy for us to go live again, I'm sure we'll do it. But this has been our first go, um, and we've really enjoyed it. So thank you ever so much, guys, for joining us today. With that said, I've been Bison. He has been the Joker, and this has been episode 24 of Impacted. Take care, everyone.